you are cordially invited to celebrate the life and legacy of Malroy Gildroy, the, and, oh sorry, <clears throat> on the occasion of his 100th birthday. All travel arrangements have been covered by the Gildroy family and associates. A footman will negotiate your arrival to the estate. Black tie encouraged, tailoring services available on site. No pets. So, individually, the four of you, we will get to what your names are and what you look like in a moment. Individually, the four of you have been picked up from your places of residence, okay? And you've, uh, this is a What's happened is, at about half past five in the afternoon, this beautiful sedan-style carriage has arrived outside your front door, and a footman in an impeccably dressed, like, velvet black coat has knocked on the door um, and asked if you're ready to come to the Gildroy party. Uh, they've knocked on the door and put you in this lush carriage, and you have one each, and the carriage trots off and trots off uh, from the town of, where, wherever you started off from, from your front door. It trots to the centre of this town, and in the centre of every town in this world, there is a wizard's tower and at the wizard's tower the footman hands you this wax sealed envelope and tells you to open the envelope when you're stood on the teleportation circle and you will be carried off to the location of the party which he cannot reveal because it's a deep deep secret um, but it's rumored to be on Gildroy uh, Mallory Gildroy's private island so (laughs) so you've Um, been yeah they can't place my token yeah, I can't either for some reason. Huh. I'm not paying attention. Let me have a look. Oh, yeah, I'm just, I'm just surprised Artie could place his and... I'm, I'm more surprised that he could manage to make the tokens as good as he did. <laughs> yep. Uh, can, you can you do yours? Can you do yours, I can, yeah. I just uh, changed Artie's smells to Shirley. I didn't. I'd use a new one if I worked. So there's Orton. Uh, that's somebody who's that. Uh, uh, Orton is my character. Why is that not letting you do it? Huh. That's weird. I, I can drag you on, that's fine, that's not a problem. Um, <coughs> there you go. You, can you control that? Um, that token that was just dragged onto the screen? Thanks. I like that on invitation it said no pets. Yeah. Uh, and Shirley. I know that's so. Where's yours, Peru? Uh, Ravana. Ravana. Can you control those two tokens? Yes. Yes. Well, awesome. Fine. Okay. Cool. Go. So you, you you have been transported to this location, um, and you you well. So you crack the open the envelope while you stood on the transportation circle. And for those of you who've never been on a transportation circle before, there's this feeling of rushing air as, um, and like wind that blo- blossoms up around you. But nothing truly happens to you. It seems to happen to the world around you. It washes past you and you find yourself stepping out into this beautiful marble floored, uh, like expansive room, this party room. You can hear soft music in the background, kind of like lift music. Like contemporary popular lift music in the background, lo-fi beats, lo-fi beats in the background, um, and there's this like this like chill atmosphere, and you see like plates of food coming round. Um, <coughs> oh, excuse me, um, and so the the four of you, uh, yeah. So this bright light that's been whipping around you fades. Uh, into a myriad of blurred colours and shapes and as your eyes focus you see you're no longer where you were in this wizard's tower but you're instead in this beautiful ballroom with a large crowd of revellers and titans of industry enjoying hors d'oeuvres and one another's company Um, 
So the four of you have stepped off this plate within about 30 seconds of one another. Um, let's see what you all look like going through from uh, Ravana. Can, Rav, can you Rav, describe Ravana for the rest of the group, please? Yeah, uh, Ravana is a six foot tall female furbolg with pink hair, uh, currently dressed in green robes with various flowers decorating it. Uh, a small like uh, hair braid, uh, braid uh, made from flowers in her hair and with a fancy walking stick in her hand. Lovely, awesome. Uh, and who's next? Let's go with uh, Persephone. Persephone. Uh, Persephone is a an average-sized uh, elven woman. Uh, she, well, ish. She's got elven ears, uh, pale-ish skin. Um, she has brown hair that sort of fades into a deep blue. Uh, but all across her skin is these patches of sort of scales, sort of um, reminiscent of like tieflings. And she has um, large, not large-ish, like large-ish horns that curl up the front of her uh, head. Um, she's wearing a sort of like a three-piece tailored suit with like which is sleeveless and she's got an earring that goes from her horn down to her ear so tell me what do her elf eyes see like Ellis? no okay cool <laughs> um nice so we have an elf and we have so what what i'm assuming ravana is a, a fairball yeah yeah awesome uh next let's go for uh let's see shirley so you see a very handsome man, he's got all the good features and everything, fluffy hair that's dirty blonde and a waistcoat that's half matching his chromatic um, back that has a sort of these beetle wings covering what look to be giant wings underneath. Uh, and these two little nubs of chromatic uh, horns on his forehead as well. Uh, but he's just three feet tall. <laughs> just the tiniest little... Uh, fairy man. Uh, awesome. All in your mini as well. Make your mini tiny. <laughs> he's he's already a little bit tinier than the rest of those wings I put in. Is he? Oh yeah, bit. yeah, yeah. You can. I don't a think this bit, is yeah. aligned to grid either. So, um, you can. can oh, well, there's some people in there who should definitely not be. Here. They are from the other pies, so or we'll just get rid of them. <laughs> um, <clears throat> not that it matters. The multiverse is breaking. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> the different variants of the games I play. Um, and last but not least, we've got Orton. Um, Orton is a uh, total of average height with um, dark greyish green skin or scales. Um, he's dressed in what he would presume to be a black tie, so his best monk clothing. Um, you see on both of his arms big sleeve tattoos that he tries to cover up with binding. And he's missing one eye. He's slightly swaying and he can't really tell if he's just drunk or just moving to the music that's softly waving through the room, I guess. Awesome. So as the four of you, you know, step off this pole and one by, it doesn't really matter the order you arrive in, the, whoever arrived first sees the other three arrive. And as the fourth one of you steps off the portal, uh, you see someone in the same dress code as the uh, footman who 
picture up from your home step forward and he kind of does this quite ornate bow and he leans forward and goes, ah, good day, I am Garth Tort. I am the senior footman here. Welcome to the Gilroy estate. Um, Master Gilroy hired a group of bards and performers from across the far seas, the Nine Lives Travelling Theatre Collective, apparently the best in the land. They also take requests, but between you and me, they've been asked to ignore them. They're performing a play based on Master Gildroy's life tomorrow night, following the 100 furlong steeplechase. Should be exciting, especially if one of the horses decides to join them on stage. <laughs> there, is, well, yes, there is, of course, a wide selection of ales and wines, and if you are feeling particularly emboldened by the jovial atmosphere, feel free to mix them together for a special treat. The treat is you'll be asked to leave. Um, over there, and he gestures, you can see Master Gildroy speaking to his son, Fletcher, who I'm sure you're aware is one of the most skilled archers in the realm. His prowess on the archery range is as legendary as his ineptitude in the bedroom. But you didn't hear that from me. That is a recently married Lady Far Dasher Arturo. Speaking with her grandfather, I believe, Chief Indigo something. Uh, he's a sort of religious figure, highly respected. I don't care for his shoes. Uh, he's meant to travel with the happy couple for the first year following their ceremony to ensure everything is, mm, I don't know, blessed? Hmm? Uh, anyway, and that rotund dwarf over there is her husband, Hess Arturo, speaking with mm, a young lady who's not his wife. Well, I can't say I'm surprised. I think their marriage is more of a merger, if you catch your meaning. And he does like that weird thing with his eyebrows. Um, Master Gildroy wanted to buy both of their companies at different points over the course of the last year. But, well, now that they've joined forces, it's, well, well, it's a party. We're celebrating. Let's not talk about anything that might make Master Gildroy upset. And he straightens up and brushes down his robes. Um, and uh, he gestures, and walking towards you is a spry, lithe, so slim, a grey-haired half-elf, with a, but he's got this really awesome, sturdy moustache and very well-groomed sideburns. He comes up to you and he introduces himself, and he goes, um, Gildroy, Mallory Gildroy. No, I suspect you may have known that already. Pleasure to make your acquaintance. Word is, you're all adventurers. Is that so? I'm a sucker for a good yarn, well told. Got any monster stories? There's a gold piece for an epic tale. And he, he looks at you all expectantly and he pulls out four gold pieces. And he like, like does that thing with his eyebrows. Like, What's that with his eyebrows? <laughs> kind of like, you know, like just like wiggles his eyebrows up and down expectantly. Like he's talking mm. to children. Great. I mean, I'm, he surely is not not entertained. No. None of you got a story of your okay. past adventures, exact points. Uh, Persephone, she um, straightens up a little bit and is like, um, "It's not much of a story, but I, because I don't remember it very well. I was out knocked out half the time, but I am. Um, I once bought this massive sea leviathan that almost took down our entire ship." It was rather amazing, actually. Really? Oh, and what else? So it, it, it pulled the ship underwater or it crashed into it? Tell me more! Yeah, it, um... I'm hazy because, yeah. But, um, I... It pulled the ship underwater, and I remember one of my friends, uh, Maribel, she, um... She managed, because 
she's, she works with water and she can do water spells and stuff. And she managed to bubble, like, use bubbles around us so we didn't drown and we managed to kill the thing. You killed a leviathan? I think it was a leviathan, yes. Oh, incredible, incredible. Um, what about you, uh, my, my good lady? And he, he uh, look, he stares upwards, because <laughs> he's a bit shorter than you. He, he stares upwards at Ravana. Oh, hello, Dalek. <laughs> Amazing. Yes. <laughs> Me and my car managed to kill a hag the other day. A hag? You killed a hag? A hydra, darling. Oh, a hydra? Whoa, bloody hell. Where was this? It was in the forest of uh, Redwood. <laughs> Oh, wonderful. And, and was it threatening your village or anything like that? No, darling. It was threatening the ecosystem. The animals living there, the forest itself. As a druid, it was my duty to put a stop to its tyranny. Oh, well, this is incredible. And you fought it all by yourself? With help of my clan, darling. Oh, but oh, you could okay. say that I was the main one. Oh, excellent. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. Um, so can you two both please roll me uh, performance checks? It should be good. Do I get advantage because of the British accent? <laughs> yeah. 24. 24? He gives you 10 gold pieces. Oh, what? Okay. I don't need this. I'm already rich. But okay. Uh, 19. He gives you... Uh, how many would that be? He gives you 5 gold pieces. Yeah. Uh, okay, and he turns around to um, he turns around to Orton and Shirley, and he, he looks at you expectantly. Now, do you have any adventures you'd like to tell me about? I'm fascinated to hear about adventures. No, right. Um, right. So, one time I got a quest. Right, um, we got to capture this this guy, um, but I managed to get drunk on the job and slept with him instead, but still managed to get him. To go with no, us? Shut up, I can be gay if I want to, you ass. Um, right. Now you blew me off my story. Um, blew you off. <laughs> anyways, Sorry. so. That. Okay, so um, what, what, what did he look like? Hmm? Was he like a bandit? Was he a, a captain? Was he. No, it was like or? a. A person in power, I think. And I was very drunk. But I got oh. the gold. Okay. Uh, and that was an adventure? I suppose it sure. was an adventure. Okay. Uh, wonderful. Um, he, he looks a bit nonplussed. And he turns <laughs> to Alton and he goes, and, and what about you, my good man? Um, Alton, you know, starts thinking and starts remembering, just has this look on his face like, He's trying to pick a story. Then he makes a face and raises his hand with the index finger as he's just once tries to uh, start to speak and just walks past him to the bar. <laughs> okay, well, uh, wonderful. Uh, so he turns to you, uh, Shirley, and can you roll a, a performance check, please? Can I roll deception instead? No. I lied, though. I think he has oh, was it a lie? Okay. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, if it's a lie, roll deception. I was almost going to inside that as well. Oh, he doesn't give you anything, I'm afraid. Too bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm afraid. Um, 
Oh no, he gives you one, sorry, he gives you one copies. Gives you one copies. Sweet. <laughs> I was almost gonna inside that because I didn't believe it. As, but I was as, like, as nah. He's, <laughs> as he's talking, like as he's handing over the gold, one of the uh, foot soldiers comes over, whispers something, he's in, he, he nods, he goes, okay, very well. Um, and there's a chime, he like nods, and there's this like chime that rings out. He goes, you'll have to excuse me, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, dinner is about to be served, so if you'd like to please go and find a seat, uh, the, the, the the food will be brought to you. Um, uh, Garth, the, the footman, uh, takes the four of you and leads you over to uh, any one of the tables you'd like to sit next to, uh, but probably we'll sit you um, here. Yeah, let's go here. Let's go Which one is the closest to the bar? Uh, well, there's not there's not a bar as in there's like people walking around with drinks. So like anywhere is like it's like all equidistant. Um, and as you sit down on that table, you see that you are sat down with um, the lady Dasha Arturo, like the recently married girl, her grandfather, and uh, her new husband, who is like a bit red around the face is this dwarf he's a bit red around the face and it's like loosening his belt as you see like he's just gone absolutely hog wild on the ferrero rocher he's just been <laughs> just been stuffing his little face it's just like a pile of like chicken wings and ferrero rocher next to him and like four or five like empty bottles of wine and he's like Bruh! and you sit down and um, and lady altura dash is like good evening and uh, the grandfather nods um and, uh, and they come round. The, the the foot soldier, the, the footman come round. Different table. Uh, the, foot, the footman come round, and uh, <coughs> the footman come round and uh, ask you, uh, "Are you ready to have dinner?" Uh, and they give you a couple of options. So he says, "Well, there is a, a chicken dish, a fish dish, and a nut roast dish." I uh, I will take the fish, please, <laughs> and. Give me a few tankards of your best ale, please. Yes, of course. Well, uh, there is uh, so there are a couple of ales. There's the, the Old Tom, which is a light ale, or there's the Bee's Knees, which is a darker honey ale. <laughs> I take the Bee's Knees and okay. shoot a, a challenging look to the dwarf on my, ta at my table. Yeah, it's, uh, so the, 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 the tunnels off, and a few minutes later, he comes back with the fish course and this like big, really like good sized um, jar of ale for you. And he goes, uh, "So, if you would like a refill, please just raise your hand, and we will be with you as soon as you can." Um, though we would ask you to please uh, remember this is a, a celebration, uh, and you are here as a guest. Um, but please enjoy yourself. Uh, and he, he turns to Shirley as a, uh, um, my good man. Um, what what can I have for you? Uh, fish, chicken, or nut roast? Uh, chicken. Chicken. Uh, very well. Uh, and to drink? Wine, ale, milk? Uh, just a water. That was not one of the three options I gave you? Mm, ale. Okay. I'm joking. You can have water if you want. <laughs> uh, would you like sparkling? Fresh? No, just water. Tap water? Yeah. Well, water. Okay. So he comes back and it's this like nice water. He's put like a little sprig of lemon and mint in it and it's got a nice cube in it. And the, because like, the, your plate isn't as big as everyone else's because you're like an L, um, a fairy. So it's kind of like a smaller plate, but it's like a, a, an ample amount of food for you. Because if, if you require a refill or any more food, please just raise your hand. Um, mm -hmm. Next turns to. Uh, who would it turn to next? Probably go to Ram, uh, Ravana next and offer the same thing. So, uh, my good lady, what would you like to eat? Oh, darling, I would be delighted to have a chicken dinner. <laughs> Wonderful. And to drink? A cup of wine, please, darling. A cup of, uh, red, white, rosé, <clears throat> fizzy, sparkling, flat? Uh, red. 
Red wine, okay, excellent. It's, it is a meaty fish, so the red wine will pair with it excellently. And he goes back and brings you this fish. So it's it's, it's, it's not like an extravagant meal. It, it looks pretty basic when you look at it, but then you realise like everyone's portion is identical. So it's actually quite a lot of care and attention's gone into the fish. Um, so it's just yeah, a white, like a steamed white fish with a couple of potatoes and this nice kind of like creamy sauce um, and like a you know a bit of garnish and some green vegetables. And they place it on the table, bring you a glass of wine again. Please call out if you like any more. Um, and finally, after, the- after he set down the the fish at what was uh, at the at the table, um, Orton will try to get his attention and point vigorously at his tankard. Oh, okay. That quickly. Okay, very well. Um, he clicks his fingers and he points down at you. And within about fifteen seconds, someone is there, like topping your your tankard up uh, with, the, with with the, with the bee's knees. And the, the, Give you the, thumb, thumbs up. Okay, wonderful, wonderful. Uh, and finally, um, my my good lady, and he turns to you, Stephanie. Um, what what would you like? Um, chicken, fish, or nut roast? Um, I will have the uh, the fish, please, with, if you have a nice rosé. Of course, yes, I'll be right with you. And again, quick as lightning, they come back with the fish, the fish dish. And I say it's not a huge amount of food, it's just like a nice amount of food for a dinner party. Um, after a few more minutes, like, uh, one of the waiters comes out uh, and with it, with two plates of nut roast and goes, Who's wants these nuts? Um, and, yeah, the... you know, topical. Uh, and uh, yeah, they hand it to the... Uh, Lady Arturo Ash and her grandfather, where whereas the the husband Hess Arturo says, oh, "I don't want chicken, I don't want fish, I don't want nut roast, I want mutton, I want mutton, I want big juicy steaks, I want meat, I want meat and beer." <laughs> and it's like, um, "Well, I'm afraid the options are limited. I don't want to care what the options are. He's loaded. Get me some ham and some beef uh, and some pickles uh, and a blamange." And he's just being really obnoxiously drunk. Uh, and they're like, okay, well, we'll see what we can do. And they, they actually do find him some, like, ham and stuff. And he's just, like, chowing down on, like, pork pies and ham and just being a dirty old bastard. Um, but, you know, you eat, and the food's really good. The food's really, really nice. So, I mean, do, do you introduce yourself to each other? I'm trying to avoid the um, the old dwarf as much as possible. The old dwarf, was he a dwarf? I don't remember. He's the granddad. He, oh, the, the, the granddad isn't, he's a human. Okay, I'll just um, try and not make eye contact with him. He's not particularly interested in you. Yeah. Uh, being of like tiefling descent, he's just like mm, he's a very. He, he looks like um, he kind of looks like an old bishop. Like is the best way to describe him. Okay. Yeah, he's, he's looking like long, long dark robes, um, but very like prim and proper. Doesn't you know? Doesn't fuck about. He's just being prim and proper. Um, okay, cool. So, uh, after, you know, 20 minutes of eating, they bring out the desserts, uh, and there's like a, a wide selection of desserts. And they go around to each of you in turn, and they say, uh, would you like a dessert and coffee or liqueur? Sure. What would you oh, like? thank you. It's uh, just... one of each. One of each, a, a dessert, a coffee, and a liqueur? Well, let's just do the coffee and dessert. Okay, what would you like? Would you like ice cream? Like jelly and custard? Would you like birthday cake? Would you like... Ice cream's fine. Ice cream, okay. What flavours? Vanilla. Vanilla, okay. Adventurous tonight, (laughs) aren't we? Um... (laughs) (laughs) 
Can I do a little thingy? Pardon? Can I throw a curveball? Yes. I have a um... thing. Uh, not, I'm not asking him, I'm just asking the DM. Um, okay. Can I cast magic awareness? Or not cast it, it's just a thing that happens. Um, where it's basically just me doing a detect magic for free. Okay, uh, yeah, so uh, there's lots of, uh, so is it so just like a free detect magic? Yeah. Uh, is it actually detect magic though? So, it, da, 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 no, the location of any spell of concentrated magic. Uh, yeah, basically. Okay, cool. So, uh, this whole area is lit. So, around, yeah, it's lit, it's fucking pumping. Uh, the whole room is. <laughs> It's got these magical torches, these magical sconces that are burning in every. So, like, you get a, a vibe from these flames, and you think, okay, these must be either everlasting flames or lit by magic. Um, the food is all seasoned with prestidigitation, and it's actually summoned food. Uh, so, like, that's how they're able to get it out so fast. Mm -hmm. They've got some casting, like, create food or water, uh, mm -hmm. making these meals for them, and seasoning it with prestidigitation. So, it actually has taste, taste, and texture. Um, apart from the actual meat, the meat is all, like, cooked fresh. Um, there is, uh, what else is going on? There is a lot of, uh, like, low-level um, uh, transfiguration magic. You know, people have, like, um, when they said the tailoring services, some people have used it to have, like, uh, have their outfits changed or, like, have blemish, like, almost, like, disguised self. Like, Casa, they've got, like, you know, like the, the makeup looks better and stuff like that. This is very hoity-toity, highfalutin um, kind of thing. So, some of the guards... Especially the more senior-looking guards have uh, magical weapons on them, but they're not. Like, they look more for then. They're, they're like in the corner. They're not engaging with the staff. Um, sorry, with the, with the party. Um, the priest has like a holy raiment that's that's magical. Um, to say there's, there's a lot of like very low-level magical things going on. You, it's not you like do all see a vial on Persephone's like uh, in like her bag. You see like a glow or something, and which is magical. Mm -hmm. In like that a handbag. A handbag. <laughs> <laughs> I said the word handbag. handbag. <laughs> uh, so who, who else wants a dessert? Because we've got one person having vanilla oh, yeah. ice cream. So, like, just just, 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 just want to like boring. remind you, we are in like a world that is only limited by our imaginations, and you go for fucking vanilla ice cream. I just, I'm just okay with vanilla ice cream. Don't fucking vanilla judge me. So boring. You said this entire imagination. I'm sorry, my character doesn't like anything. Okay, I'm so just, what? Uh, so, so now I've set the bar quite high. What does Persephone want? Persephone want from um, she'll take a, a coffee and a slice of birthday cake. Okay, so <laughs> the birthday cake is very much like one of those ones you'd get from, you know, like a supermarket, like one of those oh, trays. Yeah. She's got like, yeah. like <laughs> two layers of sponge, a bit of jam, and some right. sugary shit on top with a candle in it. It's just slopping down in front of you, like, <laughs> right, get involved. Because <laughs> we're not doing the song, we're not doing the candle, so forget about it. Uh, this so is um nice. She says it's really down. not. It's like one of the driest cakes you've ever had. Yeah, I'm faking that. <laughs> um, and the coffee, yeah. So the coffee's really good there. Um, and uh, Ravana, do you would you like the dessert? Uh, I'll take a shepherd's cake. A shepherd's oh, cake. Oh no 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 no. A what? You started the accent, now you pull through. Yeah, yeah. So hang on, do you mean I don't know how to pie? say what the... Oh, shepherd's 
cake, darling. What's a shepherd's cake? <laughs> I've never heard of a shepherd's cake. It's like I'm not excited. I'll, I'll look up an image. <laughs> if you're thinking the shepherd's pie, that is not a dessert. That's yeah, that's very much oh. not a. Let's have a look. Shepherd's ah. pie. Yeah, it's <sighs> it's not it's not a it's not a thing. I just looked it up. Uh, okay. Well, this world is only limited by our imagination. Yeah, I mean, but what's the shepherd's cake then? <laughs> is it like uh, a carrot cake? Yeah, basically. A carrot cake. Okay, I'll take a it. Carrot... <laughs> oh no! So what it is? It's like a cake that looks like a shepherd's pie, but it's all made of like sugar and fondant and shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really sweet. <laughs> but they come out as like a shepherd's cake for the for the lady, um, and the, it's like it's super processed. Um, uh, would you oh, like it? Oh, <laughs> 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 Best accent you've got. You've got yeah. That's That's what you Why do you like this so time? much and then when I do it you hate it? I think it doesn't it. sound birthday. Yeah. No, indeed. <laughs> yeah, but yours just sounds like a bad British accent. This just sounds insane and I love it. <laughs> so after whilst you're eating the dessert and you know, you you're discussing how great the food's been and how like amazing the band is and the, the uh Lady um Dasher Arturo is, is making polite conversation or trying to make polite conversation about how nice your dresses look. So she's in like immaculate clothing. She's dressed basically like uh, like a, like the Princess Kate, you know, like flawless. Everything's tailored perfectly to her. Um, she looks amazing and it looks really expensive. And she's, she's saying, oh, well, I love what you're trying to do with that. Kind of like she's like, not trying to be mean, but really like, really not being amazing yeah. about it. Probably, you know, <laughs> Very like, obvious. Accidentally being really bitchy kind of thing. I don't think she means to be, but she's like accidentally like dropping it. Um, but she chats. Well, I'm, she I'm wearing like a suit, so it's not like, yeah. <laughs> she's like, oh, that was a bold choice with your skin tone, kind of thing. Um, thank you. Yeah, No, no, just like accidentally kind of bitchy kind of thing. Like, uh, oh my dear, you look upset. Is it your haircut kind of thing? Um, yeah. <laughs> I'd be upset like, too. Artie, did you steal yeah. her seat? <laughs> I mean, there wasn't any. There, I was like, okay, we're sitting on the table together then, I guess. Yeah, I'll well, put myself in. I mean, you can easily fly next to them. So. Yeah. You can, I mean, they, they bring out like a little baby seat for you. It's really, you really, it's like, I would be really insulted, but they bring out like just a move your chair. Seat. Okay, yeah. just move your chair up. Um, but anyway, as you're having this, you know, discussion about this, uh, somebody stands up uh, um, and he like tings on the glass and uh, hush, falls on the room. Good evening, madams and monsieurs. I am, of course, Sir Archibald Calico, cat of the footlights, and it is my honour to lead the Nine Lives Travelling Theatre Collective and present to you tomorrow night's production of Mallory Gildroy, Man of the People, Maker of Men. It's a ribald tale with no shortage of intrigue, interlopers, ingenues, and ingenuity. And of course, whatever demon Mr. Gildroy pledged his soul to in order to look so well preserved. I'm 50 years his junior, yet I won't need a lick of aging makeup to transform into such a stunning example of masculine grace. You sure you're not a full elf, sir? Ha ha ha! Oh, I digress, sorry. We, we of course, don't want to spoil tomorrow's show, but we do want to bring you a small taste of what we can do. So, we thought we'd treat you to a little preview. This story comes courtesy of some of the, some of the gathering's distinguished guests. 
<clears throat> and he, he turns around and like gestures up to the top of the room where there are a couple of guards are standing. And there's a brief flash of light, um, light followed by some screams around the audience. And out of nowhere, swarming up uh, ar- from around the table, um, it, it looks like this huge unearthly serpent is winding in between the table. And it looks exactly like a miniature version of that leviathan that almost sank your ship. Um, and then there's a hydra that bursts out of one of the walls, uh, like rears up forward, um, and these guards rush and surround Gildroy, positioning themselves around him and between him and the, the creatures. Um, and oh, the whole party screams and gasps and staggers back. Does anyone do anything? Well, this is original. Right. <laughs> I wonder if he's going to... Are they, like, anyone? obviously... Can I, can I make an inside check to see if they're fake or something, or it's perception, or...? Yeah, sure. So, you, intelligence or perception? Well, I'm wondering if he's going to bet someone now, too. Uh, insight? Uh, yeah, go, I'll give you insight, yeah. <laughs> Will he take my tail? <laughs> 20, 20, 24. So, yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's fairly clear that, like, they've been listening to what you've been saying about your adventures and stuff, and have, like, tried to... And that you give these things a bit of a look, um, and it's the major image. Someone's casting major image okay. to make these things happen. Um, and the guard, maybe the guards just didn't know. They weren't up to speak because they you know, were like, Actually, I have an idea. <laughs> I have a funny idea. After I realise they're all fake, what I'm going to do is I... Can I see Gilderoy? Yeah, so he stood at the back with two guards. And he, like, okay. a guard I'm just going to, like, just, like, you know, under the table or something, just cast Prestidigitation and make the wind blow up from below him just to, like, ruin his outfit. <laughs> okay, so you're just like gusting, gusting the wind off. Very and... like small amount, just you know, just slight discomfort. Okay, <laughs> given his okay, nice. Okay, so he he kind of looks down to see what's happening uh, as like the rest of the the party kind of come to terms with this is a bit of a show, um, and like you know people are laughing and reaching through the the hydrant and this leviathan that's spinning around the room. Uh, and they, they kind of like, <laughs> and the guards, like one of them visibly relaxes, while the other one like tenses up, uh, and then grabs Gildray and holds a knife to his throat. And oh. then Garth, who was the foot soldier, yells, Master, watch out! And runs towards his guard. And then from seemingly nowhere, two daggers zoom down from the, the, the ceiling and hit Garth in the back. And he drops down on the floor. And then no. a figure in a dark cloak drops from the shadows and throws two more daggers in Gildroy's direction. And one of them hits him in the side, um, but he manages to knock the other one out of the air and it falls under a table. And he, he drops down and he starts like, gasping for air. How close am I to this? Uh, I'd say without, with about 15 feet. Can I cast well, where where is, he? is he? Is he still real or part of the performance? So let's say it's happening, let's say where the guards, let's say it's happening, uh, here, there. Is there still someone standing, like, over him? Uh, there was a guard who pulled, pulled a, a knife to his throat, yeah. Can I infestation him? Uh, yeah, so what's, is that a con save it's or what? It's a con save of 13. Uh, one second, yeah, one second. Uh, where, where's, the, where's the dark figure dropping? Uh, where, the dark where... figure drops down, let's say, around here. Okay. Sorry, one second, I just pulled up a stat lock. Uh, it would be... Not good. Ten. The yeah. ten path. Nope. Four poison damage on that. I'm really okay, maybe so trying the... to creep him out. He goes, ah! And, like, flaps at these things. Gilderoy 
like pulls this knife from his side, drops down to his knees, and kind of like falls towards Garth, who's just lying, like bleeding out on the floor. And Gilderoy cries out in anguish at the death of his favourite footman as a single bout of applause begins to rise from the corner as Calico stands up. Bravo! He keeps clapping before peeling off this beard, this fake beard that he was wearing, revealing it is in fact Gilderoy all along. Wow, and I didn't man, see that coming. The man who, he's like, well done, sirs. Well done. Aren't these actors marvellous? Though I suspect some of you were in on the ruse the moment my doppelganger here started crying over Garth, is it? And Garth oh my God. stands up and like <laughs> no longer bleeding, he brushes himself down and goes, Oh, very amusing, sir, and kind of bows and bows to the audience. Um and pull, he, he pulls off the must he pulls off his own fake mustache and like pulls off this fake wig and shakes this long, luscious hair out. And it's actually this really pretty young girl who was in this fake makeup. Um and then there's the the, the, the person in the dark coat cloak stands up and pulls down and again it's one of the members of the acting troupe um, and then the guy who was pretending to be Gilderoy stands up, uh, adjusts himself like changes, like moves around the makeup and you can see it's the, the fella who basically Gilderoy and him have, have swapped what they look like uh, and he stands up and waves his hands and the illusion disappears um, and he says we are the Nine Lives Travelling Theatre Collective this is Tabitha Tabby Feng, Devon Rex McCoy, Gas Can Dan Popper, and our newest member, as he points to the figure who fell from the rasters, Harissa Tanner. Well done, Harissa. We'll come up with a zippy stage name for you soon, I'm sure. And, of course, I am Sir Archibald Calico, Cat of the Footlights, and we will see you all at the theatre for tomorrow's premiere. <coughs> for the premiere. <coughs> it's... <coughs> <coughs> And he's, he keeps he's coughing, and his face starts growing slack, and his body starts jerking, um, and he begins to sway, and he starts getting a little bit grey, and he like grabs onto the table to lean onto it, but he can't stand up. Um, he kind of like drops down a little bit, and then just starts chucking up this huge amount of blood, and starts to convulse, uh, and his skin starts bubbling, um, and uh, <clears throat> and he starts like between like vomiting, he starts like ah, he's crying out in agony. Um, he motions towards the goblet on the back of the, the banquet table, like as in to grab it or to point to it. Um, and there's panic throughout the whole ballroom as the actors scramble and rush towards him. Like whatever's happening, this is probably they either weren't expecting this or they're really good actors. Um, and Malloroy signals for his guards and says, "He's been poisoned. Lock the doors." It wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll rush I'll rush, I'll rush towards the scene and I'll try yeah. to cast a lesser restoration on the mm. on the dude. Okay, so what does laceration restoration what does lesser restoration remove? You touch a winning creature and either one disease or one con uh, condition affecting it. Like add okay. one of those conditions. Okay. The that? condition can be blinded, de uh, deafened, paralyzed or poisoned. Wonderful. So you cast a lesser restoration on him, um, and like it, it almost immediately the vomiting stops, and this the grayness goes from his skin, and it goes back to what it was before. And he's like, <gasps> he's gasping for breath. Um, stood behind you, like literally just behind you, it's the priest who looked like he was ready to do the exact same thing. Um, his body, like 
the, the, the bubbling stops um, and he stops like convulsing. He looks exhausted and unwell, um, but he kind of sits back and he, he kind of like cracks a little bit of a smile and goes, ha, uh, nobody could upstage that. Oh my goodness, what on earth? There's, I think there was poison in that cup. Somebody, uh, oh, and he can't really talk. He's just like gasping for breath trying to pull himself back together. And um, Gilderoy has got this look of thunder on his face. Um, and he, he strides forward and stands tall and shouts, Someone on this island wants me dead. Not a very welcome party gift, I'm afraid. I hope you were all planning to stay for the weekend's festivities, because at this point, I'm afraid I can't allow anyone to leave. And he, he motions to the, the, the footman, and he sends them off, and he turns around and goes, Rooms will be prepared for all of you, but until we can find the culprit, none of you will be allowed to leave this island. And then he we change this song, please? Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, can, I can barely hear it, but yeah. It's like a rap song. What do you have these players all the time to get a rap song? There we go, let's put some Sometimes they're great, and sometimes they're just... Uh, it was it's like literally meant to be like an instrumental party, miss. Um, <laughs> it's pretty instrumental, not gonna lie. Yeah. Uh, can, can, is there still liquid in the cup that he drinks from? There is a little bit, yeah. Uh, I grab the cup and I and I sniff the like I sniff it trying to like identify if there were any uh, if it's a plant-based poison. Okay, so can you make a plant? Can you make me a nature check, please? Yes. Um, earlier I wanted to insight the guy who has like who you said had like a thunder in his face as in his mask. Gildroy, yeah, he's like he's the guy who this fella looked like. When he got poisoned, he's the one. He's like the the the, the man who's here to. Oh, like, you drew it. Your nature's minus one. Yeah, uh, seventeen. That's pretty good. Um, you can't smell. It's not like it was um, poison ivy. Uh, it 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 it. This like this seems like an artificial poison because you can't identify it. Um. Did he okay. look mad because it didn't work, or that it happened? Uh, this guy thinks that someone just tried to kill him um, because this fella was like dressed as him and pretending to be him for the entire like up until right now kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so like when we entered, yeah, even though. Okay. Yeah. Uh, how about the goblin? Is it is he still there? The goblin that he pointed towards. Oh, the goblet. Yeah, uh, the, the the goblet, not goblin. Oh, the so goblet, like, which had the had the wine in it. Like a glass. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, that's the one you've just sniffed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the the nine lives theatre group, the, these people are all named after cats. Uh, start lead, well, not all of them, but some of them named after cats. They start leading this guy away into a corner so he can like recover. He's 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 limping. Uh, he looks like he's really been through the ringer. Uh, I'll walk up to one of the guards. Excuse me, darling. Can you please uh, ask the servants who placed the cups, who filled the cups, the goblets? Oh, we can definitely find out. Of, of course, we will uh, ask the kitchen staff now. And he, he turns around and walks away to ask that question. Mm-hmm. Thank you, darling. Oh, I've already gone. He says. How much like goes after him? Okay, bye! This is really awkward! 
Sharon Dan Carter each other. Uh, yeah, so he goes away to find out, uh, and there's like three or four like generic, like they all look pretty same. Uh, similar, like the, the, these people were on the wine duty. Um, like these are the only ones who had the bottles of wine, and they like any one of them like this. I thought you. Um, well, see, the thing is with with Mr. Gildroy, he had his own bottle of wine at the table, uh, which everyone else was drinking from. So we would leave bottles of wine at the top table. He and his son were drinking from that bottle and you know anyone else who sat on that table and no one else seems to have been poisoned so I believe it was someone put poison in his cobbler mm. would I know if they if the goblet itself was like coated with poison or if the poison was put after the drink there's one way you can find out investigation check no drink Medicine. it <laughs> they too. No. Uh, no, they, you don't know. You, you can try to find out for sure. Yeah. It would be medicine, uh, though, wouldn't it? Uh, I mean, you'd need to, and it'd be, it would be investigation. Oh. Well, that's a three, so you, uh, yeah, it's very hard to tell. And what does that look like? What does your what does your investigation look like? What do you do? Oh, I just uh, like put my finger on the edge of the cup, like the edges of the cup running through, and I sniff the snip my finger to see if there's a greater concentration of the poison in the edges of the cup itself than in the liquid remaining there. Yeah, it's very hard to tell. Like, you you rub it between your fingers, you like sniffing it and you realise that, like, hang on a minute, I don't even know what it is I'm really I'm looking for. It's like, yeah. you know, it's how you're like, so you do this really, like, it's like pull, pull it around and it makes that really annoying squeaking sound like like that around the side of the glass uh, and then you realise you basically have a fucking clue what you're doing can I just uh, look, you go. can I just look around the room see if anything like if any people changed seats or like changed places or anything that is different there was a lot. from when I scanned first yeah so there was a lot of like uproar so when these like these fake uh, these fake images arrived people weren't sure what was going on they thought, oh my god, we're under attack. And then people like stood up and moved, and then they sat down again. And then they all stood up to clap, and then they sat down again. And then when something else happened, they like stood up and some of them moved around. So a couple of people have moved around. Um, they mainly have stayed, like they've all gone back to their tables um, at the moment. So no, no one's moved too far. Although everyone is kind of like peering around trying to figure out what's happening next. <laughs> right. What about that priest? So he sat at your table with you. Mm -hmm. uh, he looked very concerned. Um, he got up to go, uh, and it looked like he was going to go cast a spell on this guy. Uh, like you know, he was saying some magic words and making some gestures and arcane energy was like like appearing around his hands. And he realised that someone got there first, and he just dispelled it. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's all. Okay, is your detect magic still up? Uh, no, it's like for one turn. Oh, okay. It was like a blast. Okay. And I, okay, I, you see Persephone grab a thing out of her bag and it's a, uh, a perfume bottle and she just sprays it on herself a couple times. Uh, then she stands up and who was sitting at the table with Gilderoy, the fake one? So up at the top was yeah. his, uh, his son, whose name is Fletcher. 
who was the one who was described as a legendary archer. Yeah, and, and bad in the bedroom. Lover. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where is he right now? He's still at the top of the table. Like, okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to walk up to him. I'm yeah. just going to put my back to know where he is. And be like, um, did you see anything that happened a few minutes ago? Or I want well, to know. Yeah, it was really weird. Because like these ghostly monsters came out of the walls. Not I that. It... Well, then like, there was I, a guy who did... stabbed Garth, but then he didn't stab him. But he fell from the ceiling. Okay, before that, did you see anyone who you didn't know walk up to the table? I don't know a lot of these people. My name's Fletcher. And he put hands on his hand. Yeah, I, I know. I shake his hand. Hello, um, I'm Fletcher. Fletcher, Fletcher Mallory. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, Fletcher Gildroy, sorry. <laughs> What's my name again? Um, um, did you see any, any, a, a purse? Just anyone? Yeah, I saw plenty of people. Any, okay, did you see anyone go near your father's table? Father's seat, sorry. Yeah, he did. Any, fuck's sake. Anyone except your father? Uh, I can't remember. That is helpful. <laughs> I mean, like, between you and me, this isn't the first time something like this has happened. It's good to know. Okay. Bye. Back. And then Christ. when you look around to wave at him, he does that thing, you know, where he's like, call me. Fuck you. <laughs> Not a real moment. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, Persephone sort of just like doesn't sit down again. She's just sort of like standing over the table thinking. So, um, like, Arthur, so Lady Fardasha um, leans forward, like, whispers something to her grandfather who nods, and she leans forward to you, Rav, 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 Ravana, and says, uh, I, I must say, you, you acted so quickly and, and with such conviction and, and did such a good thing. We, it's incredible. You, you did. You saved that poor man, that poor innocent man from a from poison. So grateful. It was such such a strong thing you did. Even though my grandfather was about to do the same thing, you acted with such purpose. It's it's, it's wonderful to see a strong, powerful woman like yourself. Even though you know it looks like you dragged yourself up from the very gutter itself. Jesus I applaud God. you. Can I do an intake check? Yeah, if sure. Really would I hear that? Like, uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that, that yeah. guard that I poisoned, or like that I—that I, no, like I, that guard that I cast. The, oh, he said that they have no idea. What? Is he not bothered by the fact there were bugs in his face? Because I oh, cast he was one of the actors. He was one of the actors. Yeah, but I cast infestation on him. Yeah, but not? like he was like pretending to murder someone, so you know he was. You know, probably he's not ready super for it. Power, but yeah, he's probably ready okay. for it. He just failed it. You didn't. You didn't do a lot of damage. It wasn't no, well, I'm just like you know. Usually, when someone magically gets bugs in their face, they're kind of bothered by it. But yeah, I mean, he was a bit bothered by it at the time, but then someone nearly died in front of him. So, would yeah. I hear what she said to? Yes, uh, you would have heard that. I, can I also um, go inside then? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, Fifteen. Oh, not twenty for a twenty-six. Yeah, <laughs> I will say this right. She is being like, honest. She is genuinely impressed that someone like you is able to do something. Wow. She's not being like, like she's not purposely being condescending. 
but she's just a very rich person who doesn't encounter many <laughs> strong, capable people. Of course, darling. We druids are also healers, you know. Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you'd be very, very grateful if you were to look in after him. But he, then he, his his friends are looking after him. Uh, sorry, I, I should introduce my my, uh, my name is uh, Lady Dasha Arturo. Um, it's lovely to meet you. I've been listening to our conversations. Um, so, I mean, it, what, what do you think happened? It's it's rather awful, isn't it? Not. I mean. I can imagine many people would have a reason to try and off uh, Mallory. He's um, a bit of a character. And, and when she says this, uh, the dwarf, the really drunk dwarf, just like does this really loud snort and laugh, like <laughs> kind of thing. Um, mm. And she she looks at him with like a bit of disdain. It's just, I believe um, this is uh, probably the second or third time that somebody has tried to, you know, uh, deal. With Mallory, and she hey, I, kind of makes a suggestive face. I have a question then. Um, if this is the second or third Where? time, hmm? <laughs> if this is the second or third time, um, I need to know. Do you know when the other times were? Oh, um, the last like, one. Not exactly. I no, not no, exactly. no, no, no. I know. Just... Um, I'm, I'm thinking it's quite a while ago. Now. I'd probably say about first one I remember was probably twenty, maybe thirty years ago. And then I remember hearing a rumor, um, maybe 15, 10, 15 years ago, that somebody tried to kill him. You understand? Uh, so, in, in people of our positions, we are. Uh, sorry, I hate the phrase. No, I, I get it, I get it. Yeah. I know what you mean. Um, were both of these events at a party? Are these. No, no. Um, um, from what I remember, um, you understand, um, I don't, you, some of this is art and gossip. Uh, one of them tried to break into his summer house, which is in Waterdeep. Uh, they scaled the side of his building and tried to stab him in the night. Um, and then I believe somebody uh, sent a, a, a mage after him at one point. Um, but again, I can't remember if that's true. That was a long time ago. Um, and, he, and now he goes around with a retinue of guards. And she gestures around the room. They're there with him at all times. Um, I mean, he, he is very fond of parties. He's a very social gentleman. Um, it isn't unusual for people in our positions to be targeted like this. I mean, I know I have been targeted at least once. Mm -hmm. okay. I'm just okay. trying to see if there's any connections between events. I guess not. It's a long, I'm afraid I can't give yeah. you a question. Yeah. a long time ago. Um, Could I James try... Bond? It is James Bond, yes. <laughs> Can I try finding that chatty footman that we met at first? Garth? Yes. Yeah, you find Garth pretty easily, yeah. He, he comes up and he, he like nods at you and Ah, my friends. Uh, sorry, I don't. Not my friends, Sam. Ah, hello. May I be of assistance? Uh, I hope you enjoyed my little performance. Right, yes. I was just wondering, since you seem to be close to the people that will, like live here and stuff, do, do you know what went on there? Do you have a clue? Well, between you and me, I'm assuming you're talking about the little performance. Um, so, obviously, there was a, a, a little bit of deception. Uh, oh, and we had arranged a bit of choreographed drama for the evening, but then something has gone quite wrong. Um, nah. And that poison goblet uh, intended, no doubt, for um, for Gildroy, Mr. Mallory, Mr. Gildroy, has uh, unfortunately, uh, Archibald here, managed to get hold of it whilst he's in disguise as Gildroy. Uh, the poison, very fast acting, very, very dangerous. It, right. Uh, mm, 
Well, and then your friend here, I'm, I'm not sure if you know each other, but uh, your, din your dinner guest associate, who says that you on the table, acted very quickly and saved his life, which is wonderful. Yes, but besides the facts, do you have any, you know, guesses or, or hunches to what it could have been to the drama? You know, a gossip or two? Well, well, per se. <laughs> um, I have not been with the retinue long, though Mr. I keep getting his name wrong, but Mr. Mallory is uh, in a in a very fragile position. He is the sole controller of a rather large empire, and if he were to be removed from his position of power, uh, would create a vacuum, which a lot of people would like to take advantage of. He's aware of this, he's made no secret of this, uh, which is why he travels with a trusted retinue. Um, between you and me, the person he looks around, like looks at his shoulder. Can you make a persuasion check, please? Right, he was very chatty before, but yeah, I mean, he's he's basically he's about to tell someone that might lose his job. Uh, oh, hey, can I help because I was involved? Yeah, go on, then you, you can roll as well. Uh, what was it? Persuasion, yeah, uh, 16. Okay, so he looks. I around. By the way, can I ask, is yeah. he a CR one or less creature? Let me check. Yeah. I just want him to spill some. Because otherwise, that's a twenty-four. Uh, what's the name? What's the name? Oh wait. Uh... He doesn't have a stat block, so he will be a commoner. Okay, so, so yes. because I used my um, special special perfume. Uh, I should have had advantage mm. on that, so it's a 24. Okay, cool. So, <clears throat> he uh, looks around and goes, and he goes, oh, what's that, what's that lovely scent? It smells like, smells like loosening my lips. Um, yes, so uh, come with me, ladies. Come with me, and he takes you both by the hand. He's a, he's not a lady, but okay. Yeah. Well, definitely, <laughs> sorry. Okay. I'm a lady. Charlie's not. Oh, like, oh no, okay, but you know, I'm, I, I, I don't mind, I'm, I'm bisexual. You come what? with me. Rail. I don't know. Wait. I don't know. Rail me in the cupboard. No. I mean, I don't know what I'm saying. Um, sorry. So, happened. what I meant to say was um, between you and me, and please do keep this a secret, the person who is set to benefit most from Mr. Mallory's demise arguably would be Fletcher. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> His son would be set to inherit the Empire. Immediately, with no 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 qualms, no problems, um, which otherwise he would have to wait possibly another 100, 150 years for. If he's waiting for Mr. Mallory to die of natural causes, a half elf can live many, many more, many, many years more. And uh, Mr. Fletcher here is only partially elf. He would not, we're not expecting him to live another 100 years. Hmm. Great. Good to know. Good. But please, okay. please, don't don't spread that around. Oh, no, no, don't worry. It's only your intoxicating aroma that made me sad. What do you mean? <laughs> your perfume. Ah. Like, he's aware of it as well. Yeah, I was going to say. I, I don't know. It smells real good. Okay. <laughs> but uh, the thing is, about Fletcher, he's, um, I don't know if you've had the... Uh, Pupils? ...pleasure of speaking to him. He... A bit isn't the kind of person who's probably able to arrange for a murder or arrange for his 
lunch to be delivered on time. I, I did have the utmost pleasure of speaking to him, yeah. and I did get that sense as well. Probably someone taking advantage of him, trying to get him to do stuff so that they can then influence him to do things for them. So whoever... It is not hard. I, I doubt it would be hard to maneuver yourself into a position of power with Fletcher. He is a very straight-thinking person. Naive, you might say? Naive would be a generous way to put it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. I, anyway, well, I must return. Uh, I must return to my position, ladies and um, fairies. Thank you. Very sorry. Thank you for telling us this. Bye. Great. That was <clears throat> resourceful. Hi, by the way. Hi. Um, Shirley, was it? Yep. Persephone. Yep. Great. Hmm. Great. <laughs> what do you think? This is well, annoyingly, I think I'm going to have to have another fun chat with um. Fletcher over there. He seems to take a liking to me for some reason. I'll scan the room to see if anyone is watching you talk who might think that you were in on something. See if someone is suspecting you. Um, so you go do that. Uh, good luck. Yeah, I'm fucking need it. Um, <laughs> I don't want to... Okay. I'm gonna walk back up to Spencer, but like, a little bit seductively, like, zero, like, you know, like, 10% seduction. Okay, can you roll a, um, percentile dice to see how much seduction you have? Yeah. <laughs> I just want to kind of move Roll closer. for seduction. 47. 47, man. What? You are, you, like, oh, man. He has to cross his legs. He is, this is, this is a pretty seductive walking. He's <laughs> <laughs> over to him. Okay, I'm, I, Hello. Woof. Guys. Um. What the fuck do I ask? Um, he's sitting there, and he's like, he's gone all red in the face. He's holding his wine like really hard. Like he's holding the whole goblet with his hand, like squeezing it a little bit. And he looks up at you, and he like, like he's like, he appreciates what he's seen, but there's still like, there's a lot of emotions going on behind those glassy dead eyes. <laughs> okay. Why is it I hate all my NPCs? I don't know why you do. <laughs> if, if, like, I don't get it. I do have some NPCs I really like, but I just I don't know. Mm-hmm. Avian's the only about. one. Yeah. And maybe the barkeep. Yeah. <laughs> I oh, show up. <laughs> Scared me. Oh, deep voice. <laughs> Brief oh, lady. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I'll, I'll go up to him and I'll be like, um... Oh, what the fuck do I? How do I get info out of him? Um, first friends and stuff. If you've got any close, I don't people. have friends. No, as for his. Oh, friend. okay. I, I was. That's what I was thinking. I was gonna say. Um, uh, so Fletcher. Um, I was wondering because it'd be nice to get to know some of the people of this party. Um, who would you, who would you say is you know the person you know the most apart from your father, obviously. <sighs> Or like you're well, the, the closest with. Who I was the closest with? Uh, well, I'm not close with any of these people really. It's just me and my dad and the fuck mum on the island. But uh, I'm pretty angry, and I think I know who did it. Oh, who do you think did it, my dear? Between you and me, I reckon it was Hess. No, I don't know why. My father invited him. 
or his sea wench wife. I don't get it. I'm sick of the sight of that little that dwarf, that rock-cracking dwarf, that ale-swilling, horrible little dwarf. I hate him. I hate him. And so I know Dad does too. He only invited him so he could keep an eye on him and rub our success in his face. And now he's turned around and bitten him on the ass. I hate him. Wow. Um, okay. I'm going to be like, um, well, Fletcher, that is certainly an interesting take. And I'm just going to like subtly just put my hand on his on his hand, just, you know, you know, um, the act of touch. Uh, you know, just any telepathy or detect, detect thought spells. I do not. No. Because all you would have heard is boner alert. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no. Um, and I'm just like... He calms down a little bit, but then he sees that you're sitting at the same table as Hess, which is the, the little dwarf fella. Um, I can't believe I just said that. He is the dwarf fella. Um, and he is the... Yeah, so he stares at him and he goes, oh, he's a piss and he's awful. I, I, I would be inclined to agree. Actually, don't trust him. Just a little bit. Don't I, trust him. I, trust me, I don't trust many people. But you, how can I trust you if you say don't trust other people? No, I don't trust many people. That doesn't mean you, darling. What? <laughs> Wait, what? This guy's so <laughs> dim, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> he basically like, gets out his pen and paper, so he starts to write it down with arrows and stuff. He goes, oh, all oh, right, I see, okay, yeah. <laughs> this guy so much yeah he's a total himbo um, <clears throat> and I'm um, just be like do you really believe it was Hess or do you, do you think he could have had an accomplice or well Hess like is very rich I don't know if he had an accomplice but I can tell you this I wouldn't put it past him to do okay. it himself or I get an accomplice uh, but I don't know you you know really? accomplice accomplice Get a friend to do it for him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, thanks, honey. I I may be back shortly. No, Fletcher. <laughs> <laughs> I just well, walk away. <laughs> I don't even answer it back. I just walk away. <laughs> that conversation. Do I notice anyone like looking at them? Um. Yeah. So the the people on your table. I've seen like you pair like go off and speak to people, so they're watching you like with quite a lot of interest to find out like like they're waiting to come back so they can quiz you more. Okay, well I'm back sitting at the table, just yeah. sort of. So, actually, I'm not sitting; I'm just standing. Standing. So oh, have um, Rav Ravana or Orton? Are you wanting to speak to anyone? No, I just um, observe the whole situation. Uh, keep lookout for any strange. Reactions from people to the to what just happened, or the whole go going around and talking to people. <laughs> like if Sorry. somebody somebody gets anxious or is also intently watching them. Just um, they they are getting some attention specifically from the serving staff, uh, and some of the guards are noticing that you seem to be like that like starting your own investigation uh, is probably the best way to describe it. They are not actively worried. They are interested in what you're learning. Hmm. Some people are showing you absolutely no interest whatsoever. Um, like Hess is not 
interested in you at all. He's actually got that girl back who he was talking to earlier, um, and he's just like them pair are getting drunk, and like even though he's like recently married, he's, drunk. he's being like quite handsy with this girl in front of his wife. Which one's Hess? Uh, Hess is the dwarf. Hess the guy on my table. Yeah. Okay, I'm just making sure. Yeah. yeah. I talked to his wife. His wife is Lady Far Dasha Arturo. Uh, you have briefly spoken to her. She's the condescending fashion bitch. You didn't really speak to her too long. I like try to like ask her if she can just talk at the side with her. Of course, my dear, I... of course. Right. So um I don't want to assume anything, but if you make if you assume you make an ass out of you and me. True. But Hess, right? Seems uh, to be... my my betrothed, my dear husband, yes. Mm, who's the girl he's with right now? I don't know. He met her here tonight. She goes quite cold when you say that. Are you in like an open relationship? No, why on earth would you ask that? Uh, it's getting pretty handsy. I'm sure that's just a cultural thing, and she says, and she's like, <clears throat> trying not to look at it. Uh, I know that dwarves like stone. That's about it. <laughs> I haven't met a lot of dwarves, but I don't think that's a cultural thing. But each clan, you know, different clans of dwarves have their own customs um, and traditions. For example, the hill dwarfs, rather than the mountain dwarfs, the hill dwarfs sleep outside. Uh, well, not outside; they sleep outside of the mountain in homes they build from uh, wood. And then they visit the mountains during the day and come home at night. Uh, the, the mountain dwarfs live within the mountains. They hollow out caves. And Hess apparently thinks it's fine to touch other women six months after we're married. <clears throat> I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna send a message to uh, uh, what's her name, uh, Shirley, and just be like, he's just fucking horny. I know. Um. Right. Do you think that's okay? If I'm being honest, I'm still getting to know. Um, yes. We have You're been married. only married a few months, um, and we married quite in a hurry. Um, some people may say it was a, a business arrangement, but I'm sure there is a spark there between us. Um, I, I know Hess doesn't care for Mallory. I... Right. I, I would say I, I don't wish any ill on Mallory. Of course, it's awful what has happened. But I would say that his death would have significant ramifications for the whole realm. He holds a monopoly on trade routes and supply chains. Lots of people, not just in the business community, would like to see him removed from the board. Right, but a lot of people are the same way. There's a lot of rich people. Um, can I incite her? Yeah. Please, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, this is at the table. I know. Like, he's just like turned away slightly. Yeah. It's that's a twenty, and I have to observe and feed. So, natural twenty. What so? What does observing do for uh, uh, insight? Doesn't do anything for insight, does it? Lip reading. Um, no, but it's oh, just is it, yeah. Is it lip reading? Yeah. I, I'm just trying to to um. I mean, observant is just so I can watch her, but yeah, okay. So um, I just try to discern if she maybe has something to do with it. She really, when she said she didn't wish him any ill, that was like really massaging the truth. 
Like that's the only bit you don't think she was like a hundred percent honest about. Mm-hmm. Um well you don't think she's like hiding the fact that she's poured this poison in his cup. Um she clearly doesn't like the guy. Uh she's not happy with the fact that her husband is in public fornicating with other women, but she doesn't love him. Like that's clear. She it, it is a business marriage inconvenience. Um yep. Uh, what else? Uh, but otherwise, she's been, you know, quite tr- quite honest um, about what she said so far. Okay. And she, she, she continues on and she says, um, so Hess and I have recently joined together our two companies, our businesses, into uh, combining the might of Arturo's mercenaries with my ships and sailors, which, you know, have, have, have elevated us to the heights of riches. And that has proven to be very difficult. Uh, for Mr. Mallory because our companies together are much more powerful than they were apart and he was trying to buy both of our companies individually and that is why Hess has always had such a problem with him. Uh, Hess sees him as a strong business rival, an enemy perhaps, but I don't think it's within Hess's uh, future killing. What do you think about his son? Fletcher? Mm-hmm. He's Fletcher. He's his own man, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. He, um, I'm not sure what you're asking. Do I think he's got it in him oh. to kill his father? Maybe. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. Pass the time by investigating a bit here and there, but I would that... say I, I would. I whilst Fletcher would benefit a lot. I wouldn't say that Fletcher would be able to put this together. Right. Besides the whole investigation situation, I have. Besides, just physical damage attributes, I can do a little bit of magic. Do you need me to prank that lady away from that, from Hess? I'm sure, no, no, no. I wouldn't like any home harm to come to the poor dear. Uh, no, she is, um, I'm, no, just, well, I'm just gonna message uh, Shirley and say, don't worry, I've got that covered. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure she's a lovely girl in her own right. Just, um, you know, her bowled over by riches and power happens, I'm afraid, far too regularly for me to get too upset about it. Right. Well, don't be scared to stand your ground, too, right? I'm... I'm my husband is his own man. And, and she, you are your own man. It's yes. Both ways. Well, yes, but you know, there's uh, very little that he has to offer me that I find interesting behind closed doors, if you see what I mean. Right. Understandable. Well, small dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'll continue my little investigation elsewhere now. Thank you for okay. answering my questions. Very well. I hope this is a help. With my fairy wings. <laughs>